1: Brendo Steve here! And Larson. Oh, oh, wait.
2: Sorry. It's gonna it's gonna take me this whole week. Well, maybe I won't have to worry about it. Uh do it again. Hey Brendo Steve here. And young boy Larson.
1: (laughs) And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only Pro Wrestling Podcast. Oh, this is News Brief. That's right. Uh yeah, it's the day after WrestleMania, and uh everybody's hung over for Mania Weekend. Uh, and, uh, so I guess the only question is, uh, what's in the news, young boy? First oh, item of oh news hold on. Quizzle mania.
2: I'm going to be on Quizzle mania and I'm going to put myself big red. Maybe or I'm probably just going to embarrass myself, expose myself. Quizzle mania be my firefly Funhouse match Matt, and expose me for the fraud. I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to revert you to previous Larson. I'm
2: going to be, a uh, 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 man, uh, playing, uh, 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 gaming, gaming enthusiast is what it's going to be after I'm dead with Quizzle Mania. Send me back to my 10 for the wind days, Machinima <laughs> exactly, days. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Wednesday, it's going
1: to be on uh, this Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific yes, time, yes. 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. Uh, British time. And uh, it's going to be over there at uh, Parts Fun Known, uh, which is the, the the spinoff to the Talk channel. Yeah, uh they looking have looking forward in- to it. Yeah, they've invited us on. Uh, you're up first. And then uh, maybe assuming how well or how not well you do, maybe I'll get a chance, too. I don't know. They might be like... This guy is too good, or this guy is just so bad. He's sucks, making everybody look bad. <laughs> sucks.
2: Sucks. About win or lose, whether I I, I I do well or absolutely embarrass myself, it'll be fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Check this, it out, please.
1: So, in theory, the idea of, of of hopping on one of these as a collaboration is to get subs, but people might like drop out out of sheer embarrassment if you if, if you do if so I bad. I can't
2: get a single question right, I'm like <laughs> this guy is supposed to know wrestling. He doesn't know anything. It's
1: like which number WrestleMania was this year's?
2: Twenty seven. <laughs>
1: So I have decided though as incentive for you to to bone up on your trivia skills. Uh, I'm putting big red up on the line man and I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you to take this home and you get the added incentive of being able as of Wednesday if you do well, no more young boy title for you, no more Nibon now Ichibon if you win, if you win Quizlemania.
2: Here's the thing the young boy thing isn't that bad as a punishment. It's not that bad at all. <laughs> it really is. It makes me laugh, though. That's fine.
1: Anyways, Larson, what's in the news?
2: What's the news? Well, first and foremost, uh, so uh, with only tonight's Raw post-Mania Raw in the can uh, for the WB, and most states operating under some kind of stay-at-home order, it seems to be a lot of uncertainty about the future of WB's uh, TV tapings. Yeah. But on Wrestling Observer's post-Mania episode of Wrestling Observer Radio. Meltzer gave what may be an indication of what could be happening uh the transcripts are from wrestlingnews.co is what Meltzer had to say quote they're looking to tape Smackdown sometime between now and Friday I mean there is a location they're trying to keep secret it's supposed to be in a shutdown state but we'll see what happens maybe they won't be able to do it maybe they will but that's the goal at least for this week so I read that uh Orange County where Orlando is in Florida they were supposed to have a stay-at-home order that was to, set to expire on the 9th. However, the I don't know who the, the 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 county council leadership, whatever it is, was looking to extend that. Of course, uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, finally got around mm-hmm. to doing a stay-at-home order statewide. Um, so, uh, no indication what state this could be. My understanding is that a majority of states, a vast majority of the states, already have some sort of stay-at-home order. I don't know as of about. 1240 on monday what states do not
1: if i'm not and mistaken constantly yeah
2: fluid situation where they might plan something on say thursday to tape and between now and then that state could get hit with a bunch of cases they would have to do this to the stay-at-home order i don't know but well says a shutdown states
1: there's two things happening here number one as of the weekend i believe it was at eight states that didn't have statewide uh uh stay-at-home orders they all have some uh, some amount Social of ordinances in place. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, and then number two, it does appear that there is a correlation. The states that have not been doing stay at home orders that have not been vigilant are showing way higher cases of the virus being uh, uh, yeah. a, a positive cases in, in, in those states. Uh,
2: Mr. Dubbs 88 says, got to go to Iowa. No one will find them there. Uh in our WB's employee has a wrestling school in Iowa.
1: Oh, is that true? Is that where Seth is? Seth, that's yeah. where Seth's is. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. He lives
2: in Davenport, Iowa.
1: So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that – look, I they seem to be going full. I mean, look, they advertise money in the bank May 10th. Um, so, it seems like they're going to – I
2: have a hard time believing that's going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would have – here's the thing, man. I totally would have thought – that advertising that meant that they had something, like we talked about this last night, that they had something in place. You know, you mentioned that McMahon was on the call with Trump and the NFL yeah, people, NFL you just said, here, oh, look, yeah. I'll give you guys an exemption because we'll call you an essential business as long as they, you know, keep being vigilant about testing and stuff like that. But uh, evidently, they are doing this by the seat of their pants, man. And they're like, oh,
2: where can we go now? Where can we go now? I'll oh, come to my International house. International waters is, uh, is, is their next opportunity.
1: Seemingly, they're going uh, to keep on trying to do this any way they can, though.
2: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Melser also reported that uh, that butthole president of ours uh, had this call with uh, sports commissioners and executives, including Vince McMahon, and that he told them that he, quote, wanted sports back as soon as possible and talked August, which would be right before the Republican convention is scheduled, and in particular wanted to start the NFL season on time. He also wanted to create tax incentives to get fans to buy tickets again <laughs> if they are leery. That dude is not paying attention. People are just itching to get out of the house. What? Once you say go to baseball games, like baseball games are going to sell out. That's because people want to get out
1: of the house. I, I kind of have a theory about that, man. I think that if if there's number one of two things could deter that from happening. I think that if people start, if, if footage starts coming out, if any footage, because hospitals are on lockdown right now. Yep. If footage starts leaking from these hospitals about what's going on. Uh, that's one thing that might deter people, or if the body counts just start shooting way up, like they oh, could I know. possibly. You really
2: counts what's happening in New York and it's it's horrifying. If they're talking, horrifying. if if
1: they're talking like three hundred thousand people or more, yeah. then I think that's gonna that's gonna deter people. But I don't know, people are like they're already not deterred. You see pictures all over the place of people not adhering to this stuff. So yeah. I don't know, it is what it is. I think
2: uh, there's gonna be a component of people uh, who probably is gonna do what they want to do regardless.
1: Yeah, uh, this was kind of interesting. though, no, there is also on Wrestling Observer Radio, some talk about uh, both the uh, pre-film match, the, the the special matches, uh, the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, this was kind of interesting. Uh, Melton noted the creative masterminds behind Night 2's excellent Firefly Funhouse bout were Bruce Pritchard and mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt, with That's some perfect. input from John Cena. Uh, Dave mentioned that Bruce and Bray put most of the match together. With Cena suggesting some changes, while Meltzer doesn't know exactly what Cena suggested, he did mention that his notes supposedly made the match better. And apparently, I'd also read there were fairly significant changes. Uh, so, Cena seemed to be pretty into this. Um and, and you could tell. I mean, th- th- look, man, this was going to be... He was either going to be all in or all out. Mm-hmm. And I'm very glad that he went all in because... No, nobody's here's the thing about this match. If you really open yourself up to it, nobody's been paid this amount of respect by the WWE ever yeah. with yeah. this kind of match. Nobody.
2: Yeah. yeah. You can pretty much tell Cena was all in when he came out in the prototype gear and then uh Bray did the uh, the uh Bellas theme to him.
1: Yeah, totally. That's
2: when you kind of knew that nothing really was going to be, off, you know, like off, uh, off the table in terms of what could be approached to this thing.
1: I know. Yeah,
2: it was great. It was great. Just, yeah. a, just a master class of, of, of storytelling and creative filmmaking there. I, I need to go watch that again.
1: There's also details uh, about the Boneyard match produced by a different crew. Yes. Uh, what Culture apparently has some details on how the Boneyard match came together. Uh, for one thing, the match was not shot near uh, the WWE P- performance center and WWE but- contracted an outside production unit to custom build the set that would be used. And it took five whole days to make everything they wanted. Triple H and Michael uh, PSA is the free bird doot, himself, doot, doot. apparently were so impressed with their work that the match became more ambitious. Uh, what Culture noted, WWE deliberately hired locals in the Orange County community, some working for the hired-in production company that wouldn't have received a paycheck at all had the promotion not required their graft. And sources said it's no exaggeration to state that WWE paid their rent for April. They also said that everyone was seriously great to work with.
2: That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, the match was shot over the course of eight hours on March 25th. Um, one of the things that was, uh, was supposed to be much more ambitious but had to be scaled back was the Undertaker's entrance, mm.
1: uh,
2: scored by Metallica, of course. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to, like, roll in in his motorcycle, but there's supposed to be a ditch and a bridge, some other stuff involved, but WB couldn't get the permits to film in all those various locations, so they just kept it all on the set they had yeah Uh, apparently aj the undertaker and anderson and gallows helped coach the druids in terms of how to take their
1: bumps oh that's cool
2: and they all quote spent as much time as necessary with the extras to ensure they know how to take a good kicking on camera and also this is great this 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 makes me so happy apparently all the dialogue was improvised during this match as As, wow
1: i didn't yeah i didn't see this part as was taker punching through the window yeah Man, I thought that have been that would have been a gimmick window and everything, but guess not. Did he not know what happened to Goldberg when he did that? <laughs> he was know. out for like well, I nine guess months. What I,
2: what I read it was like he he like the 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 spot they executed, but his fist wasn't supposed to go through the window. Oh wow! So
1: he gave it his all, man. He just let him, yeah, yeah, whatever.
2: Yep. Uh And then also uh, Triple H and Michael P.S. Hayes spotted that prop hand on set, in the course that was used towards the end. But it was the Undertaker's idea to put an AJ Styles glove on it. Stick it in the dirt and have it stick it out of the uh, the hole that AJ was buried in.
1: Man, if they don't do a 24 on that, on the production of that match, they're fools because. Give me, produ- give me two episodes, one on this one, one on the uh, Firefly Funhouse. I would love that. I would. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, if there was a Firefly Funhouse one, I wouldn't mind just keeping that mystery alive, you know? To a like, certain
2: extent. Oh, another thing about the Boneyard one is while it wasn't reported by What Culture, there's pictures of the set on Twitter that popped up and Jeremy Borash. Was on yeah, set.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They said, yeah, Borash was involved with that too. So not a surprise. I mean, nope. I think Triple H, I think Borash was a Triple H hire. Yeah, Triple um, H was
2: on set as well.
1: Yeah. You see so what uh, hopefully that means I, I saw somewhere, I didn't actually see the actual quote, but it was flo- floating around on Twitter that Triple H hinted that there might be more stuff like that in the future. Hopefully that becomes, you know, the the idea of doing filmed matches, special event matches Mm -hmm. Uh, especially as it pertains to bringing back legends, you know, if they're going to have Goldberg do more stuff, you know, maybe do it like the Boneyard match, you know, if they're going to have,
2: I just don't know if he would be to that. You know, Goldberg's so about being believable.
1: I'm just talking about like when they're bringing in older guys, they look a lot better when you can, you take a shot you shoot, and then you stop. And then you shoot, mm-hmm. and then you stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just comes off as better. Um, oh, agreed. I'm in terms of the, the personality, yeah. But Goldberg's also, he's not opposed, I think, to taking a paycheck. And he's done plenty of movies of his own. So, uh, I mean, he what was that Santa one that he did?
2: Santa Santa Slay or something like that? Something
1: like that. I don't know. Anyways. Don't know Question time. All right, man. Let's answer some of these questions we got here on right. the Twitter. Twitter. Uh, first up,
2: Ryan Haft are cena and styles dead who between taker and wyatt is more powerful at this point
1: uh between ta- man i don't i don't know if i've ever seen taker do what wyatt did last night no to no. To, to to have somebody go through uh a metaphysical existential acid trip experience uh, and then
2: disappear uh,
1: and, then, and then literally disappear i don't think it's ever happened man
2: no, I, Wyatt is Wyatt has the upper hand now.
1: Oh, totally! Yeah, absolutely.
2: Whoo, uh, long heavy? Who had the? Who has the strongest headband? Wrestling is it? Lashley? Maybe Trent?
1: Oh, it's Lashley. Yeah, can't think of anybody else. Anybody else who wears headbands though? I mean, in terms of uh, uh, Angelo Dawkins, does?
2: Oh, he might have. He might be have strongest headband now then because he's a champion.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know, but in a singles matchup, him versus Lashley, I'd take Lashley.
2: Oh, probably, but Lashley's not a champion right now. Uh, Jace, uh, Lord Ziffer, the highlight of Mania Weekend for me and many others was the Firefly Funhouse match. Do you think, by the way, the match ended that was the last we've seen as Cena in-ring competitors?
1: So it'll be interesting if they reference this at all when he does inevitably come back for whatever he's going to inevitably come back for.
2: He was already tweeting some motivational crap this morning. (laughs)
1: well there you go i wonder if that's like on auto set though like i know some people i know have like they have like an auto uh
2: he's on tweet deck scheduling all his tweets
1: yeah well i know somebody has a uh what is it called with the signs astrology stuff uh like today you know for virgos today blah blah. Uh, oh they have like a
2: bot that just does all that stuff for him
1: yeah i wonder if his motivational speeches are bots
2: could be that could be a bot thing uh, Greg Morris, it may, I may be in the minority, but the Firefly Funhouse match just didn't do it for me. I would have preferred a fight a la the Boneyard. That was a bit too much suspension of disbelief for me. Understandable. I understand that match wasn't for everybody. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, it wasn't, I don't think, it's supposed to be taken in any stretch of the imagination as a literal fight. Um, this was a journey to the center of the mind of John Cena, essentially, and uh, it's, it's a battle that John Cena has lost.
1: Yeah, it's it's that's the thing, man. You gotta you gotta open your mind, man. You gotta you gotta open your mind to new and, and interesting ideas. You know, let Bray Wyatt take you to places wrestling has never been before. Well, as he would say, let me in, let me in, exactly.
2: Uh, so Taylor shit. Chadwick. So where did Bray send Cena? My theory is living with demons and monsters in that weird neighborhood he described. at The star of the match, weird stuff. Love it.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you just send him back back home, maybe. Yeah, maybe, think well, I stuff. think he,
2: he just went to his giant house in Tampa.
1: Probably. <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, factoid was Taker truly and finally, re- ha- sorry, has Taker truly and finally ridden off to the sunset or moonlight, as it were, or is he likely still to see a return, maybe a final match at Survivor Series? And if so, who? Um, so the point of this last ride thing, I only saw the teaser. It made it seem like
1: he's priming for his final match. Um, I did not. So when, when was it shot? That I don't know. Because I just saw that one little bit with him and Roman at, I think the hotel mm-hmm. and, and Undertaker's like, man, can't you keep kayfabe for like 10 minutes? Uh, and so I suspected that that bit might've been shot prior to their match at Mania a couple of years ago. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure. I have
2: no idea when this was shot. I don't uh, know.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but no, that, that's kind of interesting. I, I, I want to see that. I want to watch that.
2: Yeah. Uh, wrestling Graham. Who do you think Dark Side? Of the, oh, who do you think Dark Side of the Ring could realis- realistically get for a talking head episode on China? Let's just say in the wrestling world, X Pac, Billy, Billy Gunn,
1: Billy Gunn and X Pac. Yeah, I don't think anybody that's actually currently employed by WWE can do no, it. I no,
2: don't, I don't think they're allowed to do it no So no, Michaels, Triple H, obviously uh, Road Dog. Yeah, yeah, maybe X Pac uh alex rodriguez who should win money the bank for the men's and women
0: you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well inside to outside repairs to renovations get started on the angie app
4: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com that's A-N-G-I dot com
1: well Kevin Owens is a face I'm not sure him taking on Drew would be the best thing in the world right now
2: probably Seth
1: yeah yeah yeah.
2: It would be something if Bray won it.
1: That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Who's the... Uh, oh, yeah. He can turn uh, Braun Strowman into a rosebud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His first WWE fun. incarnation when he was a rosebud.
2: That'd be pretty fun.
1: <laughs> he could turn him into a guy driving to Florida in a Kia Soul with $150. With $150 bucks. Why pocket. am I broke all of a sudden? He looks in his bank. He has got got 150 bucks.
2: <laughs> Sad face, Braun. Uh, the woman's side of things. Who should win?
1: Well, it should be uh Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. Or Shayna.
2: Yeah, they can motivate Sasha without her having win money in the bank, so probably Shayna.
1: hmm I mean uh, apparently and- according to according to according to Dave, uh they're planning to keep that feud going, but maybe mm-hmm. not in the short term is what I understood him yeah, to have yeah. said I didn't, back to it. think I heard the yeah, actual I saw that thing. I going
2: Uh Anthony Faz... If there is a WWE hiatus, do you think stripping the titles and having tournaments is an idea? They float around. We all love tournaments. There's one person who doesn't love tournaments, and that is Vincent Kennedy McMahon.
1: I don't think that they would they would strip the titles. No, no. no. Uh, Nate
2: Earhart, uh, what are the changes you would have made to Mania and why? I, I mean, I just what essentially I just want to head Shane one. It's like literally yeah. the only change in terms of how the matches were booked.
1: Yeah, um, I, I I do kind of appreciate how they did it though, because it was it was I don't know if you can call it sneaky necessarily, but it's not like Becky it was
2: opportunistic did. the same way she beat Ronda it was an opportunistic pin.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and uh, uh, yeah, that's like the only thing I would have changed. I think by and large, in terms of actual what happened at WrestleMania, if if Braun was going to win the title and they knew that going into that night, even if it was they had like. Twelve hours. If they had people around to shoot some sort of angle to provide some some depth, some more motivation in that match, his win would have felt more impactful to me personally.
1: No, I I agree with that. Yeah, um, I, I liked it because it, it ensured that I kept the title here. Yeah, but I no. agree totally. I just think the match could not have been any different. No, it wouldn't be any different. I'm not. You, I don't you think... know you know how I would have done it. I'd either, okay, do a spear. Okay, let's take ten, everybody. Come back, shoot another spear. Okay, take ten, everybody. I know. Um. I know. I'd have done that. I would have. Uh, you know what I would have done. The only thing I would have done different was have Shayna attack Becky as soon as she gets that pin. She doesn't sit there to reflect. She immediately yeah. snaps and maybe yeah. bites Becky again. If you, yeah, I mean, they they established that as being her go. You know, her her uh, introduction to Becky in terms of violence. Well, hey, look, you're gonna get away with this. That's fine. I'm gonna come away with a piece of you.
2: Yeah. Maybe instead of biting to something else that's really out, out there and unpredictable.
1: Like have her break her arm right afterwards, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh man, if you didn't do this, this was you know, good luck defending this title now. Yeah. Without an arm.
2: Uh Lana Del Rey Mysterio. That's a great name. That uh, is great. What should be the first image of the first WB show back in front of, of a crowd? You just need that wide shot.
1: Vince. <laughs> Vince has like a Goldberg type entrance where he comes out of his office.
2: This is what you Let's need. This is what you need. You need to, you need that wide shot of the crowd, and uh, you get it out there. You you want this first WB show back in front of a crowd that's televised to have like an Attitude Era atmosphere? Tell everybody to bring signs. Signs yeah. are a measure of enthusiasm. Tell that's a good one.
1: That's a good one. They But they just say, look, we want this to be kind of like the Attitude Era. Just ignore what they wrote on those signs. (coughs) And remember that we're trying to keep things (laughs) family-friendly.
2: You can still do the, this wrestler fears this wrestler. That's all. Yes,
1: that's fine. You can do that.
2: Uh, Aaron Smythe, everyone that Fiend Bray has beaten has had a change of their character. Do you think that Cena's character will change anyway going forward? Uh, Yeah, he'll be a retired wrestler.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Matthew Flanagan is it just me or are the WB camera actions getting annoying like when a random run-in attack happens the camera starts moving up and down also when a back and forth happens you see the camera cut like 20 times in 30 seconds yeah it's a bit much
1: I'm sort of used to it by now me too uh, so and I'll, I'll be honest with that I think maybe, maybe it's just because I'm so used to it at this point that uh, I'm so used to it that I don't notice it mm-hmm. and it doesn't exist in NXT and I'll be honest with you it I, I don't view NXT on tv i mean i know that it's got a different crowd and everything but i don't know it doesn't it doesn't lessen my enjoyment of raw or smackdown when yeah. that happens it doesn't it just doesn't
2: yeah uh mizara's glow excluding funhouse and boneyard competitors who is the mvp of wrestlemania weekend
1: ah uh, I mean in terms of the iron man it had to be Orton and Edge right like, They went a really long time They
2: did go a really long time And
1: I feel you know what man I feel like they just put something together that was really really ambitious and uh you know I I understand, I totally understand I for me it was it was just too much it was too long yeah, It was too long it was too You long. know
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll offer up two names um, I'll say Brock, not because he put in like a huge effort, but he did a ton to help Drew get Drew over.
1: He sold, he sold for he Drew, sold. Big he time. sold big time, big time.
2: And I'm guessing that was probably the type of coronation they wanted for Roman. Yeah, they never did it. I'm not saying laying the blame for that on Brock's feet, but he, they stretch the imagination. But Brock, during this whole feud, has done everything he could to make sure when Drew won that title, it was believable if people would be into it. If there had been a crowd there. That crowd would have would have popped.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree.
2: Uh, Noob and Company, who was the MVP of these empty performance center episodes of Raw and SmackDown?
1: Well, Triple Oscar. H was the MVP of the first week. Oscar. Oh yeah, Oscar has really made like her presence known.
2: She was like on every show, basically. Yeah, she, she was did commentary. She's doing all the dance and stuff. Yeah, it's Oscar.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that.
2: Uh, Jamie Devlin, who out of Braun and Drew will have the longer and better reign as champion and realist, realistically and into who will both lose the belts to?
1: Drew McIntyre, because I feel like until I see otherwise, Braun Strowman is a transitional champion.
2: Yup. Yep. He's either losing that belt to Bray or Roman. Yeah. Uh, Drew. So i will have a feud, his first feud, and then i will probably have a feud with Jinder, because they should do that.
1: Yeah, that'll and be then, interesting.
2: And maybe two feuds after that, he'll lose it.
1: Uh, eventually, he's going to lose it to Seth.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Gaming Sensei, what is the WrestleMania fallout feud you guys want most to happen next? Um, I don't know, I really want Drew versus Ginger, but I think there's some interesting stuff they could mine there. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that right after Mania. I want one, uh, Drew needs a really good high-profile opponent to feud with first to really establish himself as champion far too often like when daniel bryan won the belt and granted he had history with kane at this point in kane's career uh he wasn't the threat he w- was like 10 years prior and so it seemed like a step down for daniel bryan to to come off the high of beating triple h Batista, and randy orton at wrestlemania to feud with kane
1: take brock out of the equation who's the no- and is if seth is the number one heel on raw who's the number two heel on raw I mean, Orton's also kind of a special match guy.
2: Orton? Yeah.
1: Maybe Orton. Yeah, Orton would be good. Orton be I mean, good. He's, got, he's got some good heat on him from this Edge thing. Mm-hmm. You'd think that that's over with. So why not capitalize on that, have him take yeah. on Drew. Drew, and Drew beats him at Money in the Bank.
2: Yeah. And then you could also, if you want to, you can build up to Seth versus Edge because I think that'd be a good feud.
1: Oh, that'd be a good one, yeah. I like that. Uh,
2: Blake Elizondo, is the Boneyard match top five, Mania all-time, or a top ten? It's top ten for me.
1: Uh, the Boneyard match.
2: Oh, sorry, Boneyard match. No, sorry, that's not top.
1: You meant the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah,
2: Firefly Funhouse would be top 10 for me.
1: I would say I, I would put it in the top 10. I probably not the top five, uh, just because I don't think it's fair to like the top five in ring matches to have to compete against that. But in terms of the top 10 matches that are you know entertaining as hell and experiences that i would definitely sit through uh it, it's definitely in the top 10 i'd put it there
2: all right uh sean lathrop have you guys had the taco bell fritos burrito with the jalapeno cream sauce it's <laughs> club staple. no know, but that sounds interesting that
1: sounds good i might have to try
2: that uh kevin Milky, uh what has been cena's greatest feuds and why is it orton versus cena punk edge or somebody else I don't uh, think it'd be Edge. Edge and Punk would be Cena's uh, top two rivals. Uh, I know Orton and Cena had a ton of matches, but I feel like, obviously, his feud with Punk, I felt like it had more fire to it. And then the stuff between Edge and Cena was all pretty good, especially after uh, Edge cashed in Money in the Bank. Yeah. That was all really good stuff.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Cena versus ECW crowd is my favorite Cena feud.
2: There you go. Uh, we got some uh, messages here on the stream. Uh, Cody Miles talking about the Firefly Funhouse match Bray showed Cena his deepest failures and insecurities uh, Failing debut <laughs> Unable to repackage Scared of going to heel Unable to do what's necessary
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry I didn't mean not to pay attention to that But the Bobby Sherv here says Zeus, uh, because he stabbed him <laughs> <laughs> That is totally true That's true oh, yeah. uh, Jonathan, so
2: the Fiend can't bury new talent Since they have no previous character to revert to fiend is the anti-cena interesting interesting theory. that's
1: what i love about it man you can extrapolate all sorts of great sort of ideas and and interpretations of the fiend mhm uh
2: marcus Steele, oh gosh uh not ichiban nibon young boy <laughs> thrawn said his young boy larson here uh weathered souls when will larson just admit he kidnapped big red i had nothing to do with it nothing Absolutely nothing.
1: You know, I was, I was, I just thought about this. I was packaging the 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 police sketch for, I think it was Anthony to, but No, I forget who it was. Anthony Tobut. I don't know what it was. And then I, I totally realized, like, this really looks like you. But then you wouldn't steal Big Red. No, you would win. No I was
2: in line. I was in line to win it for WrestleKing. You
1: had, you had it. Won. There was no reason yeah. for you to steal Zero. it. Zero. So the no reason for you to steal it, though. Uh, Actor Chad, thank you very much for the bits. I can't even tell you the last time I lost predictions, though. Like, I was carrying that Earn him tire title for a while, and now I got Big Red again at WrestleMania, and who knows when the next pay-per-view is going to be. Although, you might win it on Wednesday, hopefully, if you mm-hmm. win Quizlemania. Uh,
2: Die Hard Homer, what gimmick match would be the best to do, like the Boneyard match film it like a movie? Imagine a Hell in a Cell movie. Nah, give me Beat the Clock Challenge, the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'd be like 24. I <laughs> you know. could film it like twenty four, uh, Lord Ziffer. What do you predict Edge will do at Mania next year? The fiend, he'll switch brands somehow. The fiend, and he can relive the sex show. Well, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, thanks to a, a poker hooker for uh, gifting a ton of subs Thank you so here much. in our lives. So we're doing these Monday News Brief mailbags uh, live on the Twitch. Go follow us at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a fun time. We do a little bit of chit-chat beforehand.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, might, we, might start incorporating, too.
1: we might start incorporating uh, more giveaways. Yes. I just want to get these out in the mail. I'm, one of these is going to be kind of uh, a bit on the ambitious side because I'm mailing you the packaging. Hold, and, on, and, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
2: Are you going to make a trip to the office anytime soon?
1: Uh, I mean, at the earliest, it'd be tomorrow.
2: Okay, just drop this stuff off at my house. Put my mailbox. Okay. Save you. Save you some money.
1: Okay. Okay. That's cool. I was kind of thinking of doing that anyways, but in it is going to be the envelope and and stamp for the t-shirt. Yeah. And there's also an envelope that contains an envelope. All right. Uh, for, uh, that's going to go to Tim Bulac. He's going to take the the, the the thing, the fire, the, the Friendo Fest flyer, put that in the envelope within the envelope and send that off to the winner because he has to sign it. You have to sign it and he has to sign gotcha. it. I already signed gotcha. it.
2: Okay. So I take that envelope out, shove shirt in the other envelope, sign flyer, send the other envelope to Tim. Got it. Correct. Got
1: it. And then the other two things I've got here that those just are going to go.
2: Fair. Okay. Done.
1: Done. All right. Uh, let's see here. Okay. I think, are we good? Is that it for the show? I think, I think that's all the questions I have before me, so I think so. Okay, awesome. Well, hey, thanks for everybody. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it again. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, young boy Larson will be taking on uh, other competitors. Uh, yeah, who with, else is going to be in it? With uh, uh, Adam Blompied is going to be, he's the Quizzle master.
2: He's the host, yeah. He's the
1: Quizzle Mania master. Uh, who else is going to be in it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming other wrestle talk guys, other fun uh, parts, fun known guys um, or gals. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know how to prepare for this. No, I don't. <laughs> so I just got to rely on what I know, which isn't a ton. So yeah, you're not gonna watch any previous episodes of Quizlemania to. Uh... Uh,
2: I watched. I watched a bit of the last one.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Ooh. I just
2: know. I just know. I had to have a pad of paper and a pen with me.
1: All right. Quick. Who was the very last AWA champion? Greg Gagne? I would assume Greg Gagne, but I don't know. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.